Let's start this fucking show. I think we're live on Facebook. Maybe. We are. Where's this fucking what a Ladio cast? I gotta open this bullshit. Let's see. Now we're live on the rant. No one listens to us on the fucking rant. <laughs> fucking rant. Suck my rant. <laughs> All right. Oh, now what hit is the this? intro. Bro, what is wrong with you today? Bro, bro, what is wrong with you, bro? bro. Listen, take it easy over there, Vince Russo. <sighs> We're live on Facebook, I guess. Oh, I guess through the radio cast, you have to press a button. Wham, man. Oh, fuck. Relax over there, Kevin. All right, let's start the show. You want you guys want a heartbeat or you want emergency? Emergency. Let's go emergency. Yeah. I think we should just Kate, you should just record Buster doing whatever he's doing. That could be our new intro. He, he, he keeps kicking his fucking toy under the couch and losing his mind about it. What? Well, get ready to lose your mind about all elite wrestling and the Mark Order podcast because it's coming at you next. Adjust your radio dial. Quarter podcast. Join the Mark Order. And you know what that means. It's the Mark Order Podcast. I'm number one. I'm joined by number two, the Pod Slayer. And number three, Ant Money. Don't adjust your radio dials. Don't don't change your Facebook feeds. We know there was no Ollie Wrestling on tonight. But Double or Nothing is this weekend. And we would be doing you a disservice if we didn't preview Double or Nothing make our picks and you know what i decided in the shower guys we started doing picks about a year ago but two of those people they're fucking losers and they left so i think we have to reset our picks and we start tonight with the mark order podcast picks. Ooh, i like that because yeah we really haven't fun. done them as the mark order yeah good point the, the hanger-ons that just uh, were along for the ride, but they didn't want to put in the time. That's so true. Think, you know, we stay claim to our shit tonight. Hell yeah! What is that, a duck? Yes, it is a mariachi duck. Oh my god, that's awesome. Interesting. It's gone now. I just knocked it over. I've also got a Hello Kitty Cupcake. Do you eat it? Oh, look, a dog butthole. <laughs> Cat ones. Wait, your mariachi duck kind of looks like um, Mr. Fuji. 
racist. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks like him. Tell me that Mariachi Duck doesn't kind of look like Mr. Fuji. Oh, we got a bell. Appropriate bell. How are you guys doing this week? Well, as you guys know, my eyes got swollen shut over the weekend from a cat allergy. So last episode, you guys were, I mean, Ant really just wrote a poem off the top of his head that sounded similar to a Daniel Powder song, but definitely wasn't in an effort to cheer me up because there were no rankings. And then guess what? My eyes got swollen shut and there's no rankings again. Everything is awful. Not really. Everything's fine. Good. <laughs> oh, fuck. piss and vinegar. Is it because you don't have like 20 minutes of figures to just line about at the top of the episode? Is that why you're pissing vinegar today, Matthew? Why are you so just rude to me? Why? Why? I'm not. I'm good. I feel great. I did some yoga. Huh. Uh, and now you're you have a punching bag as well named Kate. So I'm mean, workout today. Clearly Trevor did too. That's why you have cat allergies. Oh my God. If you guys want to see my fucking swollen ass eyeballs, you can hop into the Shining Wizards Discord where you can see I look like a blind person or like an actor playing a blind person because my eyes are like just staring off into the sunset and all swollen and weird. It was awful. My friend has had these cats for 13 years. I'm allergic. Like I reacted just like with sneezing fits before, but I don't know what happened this time. We were like, going to celebrate my birthday. And I was like, no, no, we are not. I'm gonna, we're gonna order Thai food and stay in because I can't drive because I looked like this. Wow, that's unbelievable. How are you, Matt? Are you just so great? Are you Put just my head in your guts. <laughs> Come here. Come here. Come here. It's classic. I uh, love it. For those of you who listened last week, um, we found out that Kate had some fans on Twitter. <laughs> uh, about a certain foot fetish Kate how does it feel to have a stranger call you a cunt on Twitter oh that's not the first time that's happened <laughs> I, I felt like it escalated very quickly um, it was you. I bet you have nice feet can I see them too you're a cunt because you wouldn't show him your feet and he was like show me your feet you should have an OnlyFans. You're a cunt. So pretty much like, you know, every first date I've ever been on. But no, it was weird. And that account got suspended. Um, but the account was called Kayla Braxton's Feet. So now did you um, did you go cancel culture? Did you get it canceled because he called you a cunt? I didn't report it because I kind of thought it was hilarious. But um, I think other people did when I retweeted it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was hilarious. It seems like the normal progression of how conversations go on Twitter. It's like, I'm going to say something creepy. You're going to deny me that privilege. And I'm going to, I'm sorry, not necessarily a privilege. It's not a privilege. You're going to deny me that request. And then I'm going to call you something, you know, completely vile. In this case, 
Uh, you're probably lucky, Kate, that all he, you know, he was able to get out was calling you a cunt. He could have gotten, you know, even worse. It just was the escalation of it, of like, I'm into your feet. You should get an OnlyFans. You're a cunt. And I didn't know why. Is it because I didn't start an OnlyFans? Is it because I didn't send the feet pics? I, it was just confusing. I think it's because you put it out into the universe in a funny way. And then I instantly was like, we Kate should have an OnlyFans page. And then uh, I guess he thought we were mocking him, maybe. I mean. Well, we were. So there's that. But like, I also made like a I was like, you couldn't afford me. As if like my feet were some prize. Like, like I was being funny about it. And I think he took that like as a serious thing. And I was like, it was, uh, I don't, I don't think anybody like should be paying hundreds of dollars for anybody's feet. Like it was just a very weird thing. And it was just like, it all stemmed from this like reply to Sean Ross Sapp, my new best friend. So it was just like a very odd thing. Like I was replying about a wrestling thing to Sean Ross Sapp. And then he was like, I want to see your feet. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I don't I don't think I was making fun of him. I, I don't know if Matt was, but I think I was definitely telling you you're losing money, Kate. That this was is the easiest money most, you could make. That was what I felt like most of the banter was. So I don't know. Maybe he should have made me a real offer. I thought Smart you were talking dollars and cents. I maybe, I maybe I would have given in. Table. Leave a lot of your pocket. I still don't. I don't. I don't really um, know what your shoot job is. Neither do I. Okay, so I feel like for a source of income, this would be easy. You just take pictures of your feet. But like for what it would cost me in therapy, am I making money? Why? Like that's some dude jerking off my feet. You don't have to think about it. You take a picture and you fucking go about your day, and you check your account and you go judging. <laughs> You buy all the socks you want. That's right. Cover up those pretty boys. See, Kate, uh, do like a fun socks only fans all day. You know what? Kate, well, I say give it a shot. What's the worst okay. thing that happens? They just, you get nobody to buy it and you shut it down after like six pairs of socks. Yeah, I don't have to pay for it, right? I don't know. I don't no. know. I'm going to look into it because my mom sends us holiday socks every holiday. Like even for dumb ones, like Oh, here's St. Patrick's Day socks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fund all of our wrestling adventures <laughs> with my. I mean, <clears throat> Kate, Kate. I mean, why do you feel comfortable flashing up your your feet, giving us a preview? What do you got? Um. Well, I have sneakers on. Come on. What kind of savage wears shoes in their own house? <sighs> I don't even wear socks in my house. Got in, walked their dog. Texted you guys and got on to Zoom. But also, no, well, because of COVID, I haven't gotten a pedicure in like a year. So they're not even like, they're not even. Yeah, neither have I. Really? Are, no, wait, are you, I... really, are you a shoot pedicure guy? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Nice. It, yeah. Why would I not want somebody scraping all the gunk off my feet? and clipping my overgrown nail kate if i know i'm going for a pedicure it's a good three months before i do anything to my own feet 
I'm like, you're going to earn every fucking penny I'm going to give you today. And I tip well. I do tip well because I know what I'm putting them through. And I almost kick them. I almost kicked those poor little ladies because I've never had a, have, had a guy done it. I would, I have not, I have no objection to having a guy do it. Whoever wants to do it. Male feels, I get it. It is, but whoever's going to do it, just be warned. I warn you right off the bat. I want you to scrape these feet, but I might kick you in the face. Oh so yeah, no, that's everyone. That's everyone. I've The amount of poor women that I've almost kicked in the face because my feet are crazy ticklish. Matt, are you a pedicure dude? I love it. I do not like a manicure. Okay, that's fair. Do not like a man. They're just, it's first of all, I work with my hands. So there's no point to them for me yeah. personally. I I was getting pedicures for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the little Asian lady, she was like karate chopping my shins. And I said, ow, that hurt. Can you stop? And she said, oh, you big, strong man. I say, oh, you do it again. I'm going to kick you in the face. I said that to her. I said, you're going to get kicked in the face. It hurts. Stop. You threaten to assault people so often. I asked her to stop and she thought it was a joke. It hurt. I told her that hurts. Please stop. And she said, oh, you big, strong man. And I said, you do it again. I'm going to kick you in the face. Did you kick her in the face? No, she didn't do it again. But I don't think I need to get to that point. I just said, please stop. That hurts my shins. That's fair. Because that shit actually, it hurts. It really don't have Like, I don't like like a hard (laughs) massage. I don't like that. It hurts. My wife likes a hard massage. Oh, yeah. That That hurts me. Ow. Can I say this? I've never had a manicure. I've never had a manicure. I'd like to try one, though, but I bite my nails too much to make it like worth it. Like, again, it's one of these things where it's like, bro, get in under this. shit. You want it around here. There's so much dead skin. You don't even know. You don't even know how close the fingers are. I mean, like, if I'm going to get a manicure, it's going to be another one of these things. I'm not going to clip my fingernails for like a week and a half. And I'm just going to let these women, again, whoever wants to do it, man, woman, child, I don't care. It's women. You go to all these places, there's women there. I Listen, I've been to like two places to get a pedicure. Oh, and he'll go to a woman. He'll go to a man. Just call them what they are. Yeah, but stop with the fucking PC bullshit. Nobody's going to cancel us. I'm not. It's not because of cancel. I'm trying to be proper here. It's for me, stop bro. Stop. It's a little it's Asian lady. going to fucking cut your fingernails. She's going to put the clear on. Always get the clear. You get the clear. It's nice. I have a real question. Yeah. Is there a female wrestling fan culture that would want to see your feet? I've never seen it swing the other way, literally ever. And I think it's because men's feet are disgusting on the nines. If somebody wants to pay to see my feet, I'll take all the pictures you want, baby. I'll earn every fucking penny. You do whatever you want. We're pioneers. We're going to be pioneers. We're going to have the first men's foot pick only fans situation. Now, I do want to say this because Matt brought up a massage. I do like getting a massage. Uh, But that's another one. I'll tell you this. If I do a massage, it's all coming off, baby. I'm not wearing anything under that towel. I don't need anything extra if you get what I'm saying. But I am I am completely buff under that towel. There oh, it is. You know what? I was also Rhiannon had uh like um uh a membership to um fuck massage envy. Right. And I wasn't into the massage. They were doing things, though. Face facial cleansers where they get in there and they get all your blackheads and they put all this kind of weird shit on your face. 
And I was doing those a couple times uh, every couple of weeks because she had all these extra ones built up. But uh, I also was the same as Anthony. Like I had to take my shirt off for that. And I don't know why. Well, you heard it here first. first. (laughs) You take your shirt off on the show sometimes. So I shouldn't be like, that is true. (laughs) You, I just want to be very clear. Everybody heard it here first. Matt said he loves facials. Matt loves getting a facial and nobody wants to see my feet because I've had the walnut toe for like at least 15 years now. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to. That's the Shawn Michaels of feet. (laughs) Uh, Mr. (laughs) How are you? I'm all right. Uh, A little upset. One of my Twitter accounts got banned for calling someone a cunt. It's been a long week. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Damn it. Bro, you have my number. We could have just worked out a Venmo situation. I don't understand what the problem is. Oh. Have you ever gotten a shoot pedicure? No. Come on. I, would never, I would never make someone touch my feet. Fucking Philly trash. See, that's the beauty Nasty. of it. Long. That's their job. I, I just can't. I feel so bad. Why? You guys are not the worst that they've seen probably that oh, day. I can, <laughs> I can like guarantee and- if you feel bad, so you tip them a little extra. They appreciate it. And you will feel it is. I used to be anti uh, pedicures forever. It, you feel great. You feel like that that girl on uh, intervention who is sniffing all the, the keyboard cleaner. I'm walking on sunshine. You feel amazing. I'll say this. It's like getting new tires because right now there is so much dead skin on my feet. I can feel I'm walking around these hardwood floors of my house, slipping and sliding. I can't fucking catch a grip on anything. I got to get these feet scrubbed. I need a new layer of skin so I get some tread on these tires so I don't bust my ass walking around my own house. Peek behind the curtain. We are going to the ROH show best in the world in July as a crew. We're also going to hit up a baseball game. Mark order pedicures. Do we fit it in between events? We Do we start the day with pedicures, do baseball, and then at some point we're going to, we're doing the pay-per-view and at some point we're doing seafood. We're going to Jimmy's famous seafood. Yes. That's absolutely happening. Cause last time we went, one who shall not be named was like, uh, clock's ticking and got to go. No clock on July 11th, baby. There it is. No way. Are there pedicures at Camden Yards? Mm, you know what? The Orioles are bad, so maybe That's if they're right. to bring in some extra event revenue. Mm-hmm. Although I'm you not going to lie. Nice chairs, you lure I'm, them in, like you were saying, like they have at the airport. I'm and just looking forward to, uh, to some Boog's barbecue. Fuck yeah. And maybe, Got a picture with the Boog. Maybe a picture with the, uh, with the bird. Yeah, I uh, got no the bird. I got no. Are you qualms gonna fight a mascot? No, no, I got no qualms with the Oriole. Yeah, because he's an Oriole, and they're the Orioles. It makes sense. It correlates. I like it. He's, he's not a douche. He's not like Fred Bird or the Philly phonetic over here. It's frenetic. Get it right again, Mister Met. Dumb. Yeah, you you are on record, sir, as saying you didn't have a problem with the Philly phonetic. Fred Bird, Marco Stunt. I have issues with the rally monkey. Who else? Who else do you hate? What, today? Gritty. I don't know. Gritty. Kate. You know. 
Depends on the day. I don't have a hate for any any of you. You're just like, you're just being mean for fun. I get it. Yes, it's fun to pick on you. No, it's fine. You look. If you cry, that means I've won. I used to do it at Applebee's all the time when I worked there. I was a fucking dickhead. I had a bad day last week. What? I got my cat allergy. What do you I got people, people calling me cunts on Twitter. Cut me a break, man. Oh, hey, listen. Fuel song, Jesus. Listen, it's been a big, it's been a big week on social for the Mark Order podcast. It all started out with Kate getting called a cunt for not showing her feet. Then Matt gets his Dark Order mask. There it is. And Eva Luno. It's all the way over there. <laughs> Matt, Matt doesn't. Oh, arms! What are you doing? Are you hailing Hitler? What is happening with your arm? No, I'm trying to use my Jedi mind powers, my Mark Order mind powers. I just Ooh, I like it. not. It's not moving. I'm not That's trademarked. So Matt, Matt got his mask, and um, Evil Uno seemed to approve. Uh, he gave a, he gave it a little like on Twitter, so that's a good thing. And then, guys, I told you it was coming. The dangly, got the dangly rock. rocking. Got the dangly rocking. We asked. Uh, we asked. You know, the big LG, Doc Gallows, if I can hang with the elite. And he said, welcome to the dangly life, bro. So it's Gallows approved. I'm in. And Scorpio Sky totally intentionally in his Wrestling with the Week podcast called the Dark Order the Mark Order because he's been listening, obviously. It wasn't like an offhanded joke. He wasn't just like saying that as a way to bury them. He listens every week. We listen to his podcast. It's a good exchange. We're giving each other listens. We're giving each other downloads. Who, so lots happening. Who listens to his podcast? The Schlong does. Okay. Schlong yeah, does. I like. Schlong. I do. I like the guy he does it with. He's like the unofficial fourth member of the Mark Order podcast, and it's only a matter of time before, you know, we get together and you know, we make him an official member. But you know, we make him do something that we don't want to do, like. I go to a wrestling convention and talk to wrestlers. Like, here's this wireless mic. That's what we did with Kevin. So he became a wizard. We gave him a microphone. And we were like, there's some Jameson in this flask. Go talk to people because we don't feel like doing it. Well, I mean, we don't have a good track record with a fourth. Uh, they all seem to quit on us. So, I mean, <clears throat> it's only a matter of time before Schlong is like, fuck these guys. And he moves on. So. Surprised it hasn't happened yet. Forearm True doesn't that. tire. How do you guys feel about picking scabs? Ew. I, I uh, know it's not good to do, but goddamn, I love picking a good scab. I accidentally do it fucking all the time, though. Like, I will be like, oh, that itches, and then I fucking pick a that's scab. Why I, well, that's why I am. See, Kate, you missed it on the other night when you were over. The latest... Uh, and I don't even think I told you uh, malfunction at the uh, Casa de, de Bowman. Uh, mm-hmm. I was leaving the other night and one of my steps, I stepped on it and it broke square in half and I fucking fell and I destroyed my shin. Oh my. Well, first of all, I'm glad you didn't like break something or get a concussion because that shit is scary, dude. Oh, and no. You know what I thought? I'm going to sound like a real fucking dildo here when I say this, but yep. I've been doing the DDP yoga. So my foot went straight through 
and it wasn't like a super fall, far fall, but I hit the ground and I just had my balance. No, it makes a huge difference. Cause when I quit and come back, the first thing that happens, I'm like, I can't balance at all. <laughs> Fucking tore up my shin. Well, I'll at least say this. Uh, if you did get a brain injury, it wouldn't have done any worse. It couldn't have done any worse than what we've got now. Oh, no, Matt can't talk. Oh. Mm, doesn't change much. What if it's like on the office when Dwight gets a concussion and he's just nice and normal? <laughs> what if Matt could just like speak extremely eloquently? Oh, no, because when that happens, then people are like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing. I just, I don't know. I just want to be not a dick for a couple minutes you just want to be mad this is the mark order podcast and we are going to talk about all elite wrestling uh no show tonight it's been preempted or moved or whatever you want to call it for the nba playoffs uh but there was a dark there was dark elevation and ryan schlong the tip of the schlong schlong's tip little little tip of the schlong little tip of the schlong the the big sausage schlong uh, I don't know. What do we call what do we call the bit? Uh, whatever. But there was dark it's, in the elevation. It's a little tip of the schlong. And I promise, I promise on this long weekend, I'll get around to doing an intro for a little tip of the schlong. It's just like I have to start my foot Patreon so that we have the money to pay AMP for the production. It's like a very <laughs> long process. So we'll get Well, there. you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, I know it's inevitable. I'll make the, I'll do the audio production and then we'll find out Schlung, you know, uh, has lost his voice forever. He's got laryngitis for life uh, and he's no longer doing this. Thanks, Matt, for throwing the four life up. So a little tip of the schlong. We've got Ryan Schlong here to talk about dark elevation and unleavened dark. Um, Every time it makes me laugh. Every time. I know. That's why I do it. Um, so, uh, Ryan, I'll tell you this much. With no, uh, with no dynamite tonight, I actually got to see both shows. <laughs> All right. Finally. So it makes it easier let's start with let's start with elevation because elevation uh elevation actually i thought was a pretty good show this week um they had uh it was like a two-hour show right it was just about two hours one hour 47 minutes or just under two yeah so almost two hours uh a pretty stacked card uh and we had a gun club profile in the middle uh which i thought was actually pretty good uh so ryan uh why don't you give us your highlights and i'll kind of jump in well you said the first one which is the gun club profile which i think they desperately need i mean if you're gonna push them as anything in this you have to have a reason to like them and i know kate hates them so far so i think at least trying to make them somewhat likable is helpful um and then later on i i cannot remember the the gun member who got punched in the stomach but they're really selling that he's hurt from a go-go, which I thought was pretty funny. Like he's out indefinitely. So I appreciated that. Um, that would be, I think if it, that would be Austin, well, sir, I, I can't remember the names. Okay. Austin gun. All right. All and you need Colton. to know is he's a son of a gun. <sighs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> but to me, the story of, elevation is the two new pan guys over you have rocky romero and uh bren narita because romero was in the main event and i think narita was right before him 
So yes. I think anyone watching who's going to come away with anything, it's those two, especially because Romero's match I really liked. I think him and J.D. Drake really had a good clash going. And I knew Romero would win because I knew his name, and that says something considering I don't watch a lot of New Japan. But again, they make you believe Drake has a chance, and that's all I ask for. It's just let me suspend my disbelief for a second and believe the guy has a shot. So um, I think that if anyone wants to know what they should go back and watch, it's that. And to know that that's the highlight of the show is that the, the New Japan guys were used on elevation. Yeah, I mean, sorry, Matt. Uh, I, I did uh, – I just starting out before we get to the Rocky Romero, the the Royce Isaacs-Ren Narita match uh, I thought was a really good match. Uh, I actually thought Royce Isaac, Isaacs looked pretty good uh, during that match. Um, uh, so I thought that was really competitive. I definitely say check that out. And then, yeah, the Rocky Romero JD Drake match was also, uh, really good. Uh, there were, there were honestly moments where I thought maybe JD Drake was going to get the win. Uh, so there was a lot of back and forth. Um, but, uh, I think the big, the big kind of story here is that, uh, when, uh, Royce, uh, sorry, when Rocky Romero wins, uh, he starts to get jumped by the, uh, the. We live in a world where even kings have rights. Go ahead. Tell, tell, tell away. <laughs> so uh, Rocky starts to get uh, jumped by uh, the wingmen. And all of a sudden, the best friends come out. And we have Trent jump in to uh, save Rocky. And we get the. Uh, we get the reunion of uh, what was the tag team? Rapongi. Rapongi Vice. I know. It's in the song, in the song playing. <laughs> yeah. And they played the music and everything. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Matt is really feeling the flow. Yeah, it was actually really awesome that they. Uh, they had that kind of reunion in the ring. And then uh, Rocky Romero was essentially, uh, you know, he's not necessarily part of the best friends, but he, they did give the people what they want. We had a four way or a five way uh, group hug. And then he did get a boop from uh, uh, the alien, Chris Statlander. Nice. The forbidden doors open. It's wide open, but yeah, those were, those were two excellent matches. And then actually I thought, uh, I thought Schlong another kind of good match to check out was Ethan page and Alex Reynolds. I think Reynolds is really underrated. Anytime I see him in a match, he, he does really well. And actually that led me to a point. I didn't want to forget. If you get a chance, it's probably on Twitter. Now, Ethan page and Scorpio sky had a promo. And the important part of that promo is this, the fact that they say they want to move up in the singles rankings along with the tag, which I think is a nice twist on that grouping because everybody was wondering, are they pure tag or, you know, why bring in Ethan Page just to put them in a tag or whatever the discussions were. Now, at least you could see that there is some plan to also push them as singles guys because that's their intention. That's why both guys had a single match. I, I also liked how they continued from the end of, uh, was it the end of Dynamite last week? No, from Dynamite last week where the Dark Order stopped Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page from running away uh, from Darby and Sting, thus setting up these two single matches on uh, Dark on uh, 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 Elevated. Elevation? Dark Elevation? There it is. Yes, there you go. 
no you're right it was it was a nice way to kind of fit the story and 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 even uh scorpio sky's match against five you know i listen i love scorpio sky super talented and this match actually i thought even though uh five wound up you know losing this match really good showing for i think five is also highly underrated like he's rarely seen on television um you know it was nice to see him have a singles match uh and with somebody like scorpio sky it was just a really competitive fun match uh so definitely check it out yes kate also daniel garcia was on again right uh yes lee johnson him versus lee johnson they were letting him get some more offense and i'm very hopeful about that because he is a extremely young like makes the jungle boys and mjfs look ancient in this world i think he's like 20 um but uh i i really love what he brings to the table and he's just such like an assassin type wrestler kind of more if like there's a complaint about flippy do bullshit on AEW, he's not that guy <laughs> he's just like comes out and is an ass kicker i feel like he could work face or heal super well so i'm glad to see that they're giving him competitive matches versus like the squash situations that go down on these other programs, because maybe they're screening him to see like, if he would actually be a talent that could contribute something to AEW. So I'm super excited about that. I really like him. Definitely check him out if you haven't already. Yeah, it was a good match. And and we also saw, you know, no, nothing, nothing I, I think to go deep in on, but you know, we had Abaddon on Ele- Elevation, so we got to see Abaddon again. We got to see Tay Conti, uh, you know, uh, in a match. So, how do you, how can we stand to look at her? She's just so gross. It's just so difficult uh, to watch Tay Conti in the ring. Um, you know, we also had Nyla Rose. You know, a couple, couple kind of squash matches. Thunder Rosa also wrestled. Uh, um, so it was a. So again, they they you know, kind of threw a lot of women's matches in, you know, decent matches. They weren't highly, highly competitive. I wouldn't necessarily call them straight squashes, but, um, you know, again, women, I think we want to see in the ring, you know, getting a little more time on uh, elevation. Uh, yes, long. Um, actually, you said it right at the end. The only thing I have an issue with, with the women's matches um, is, and I would almost exclude Tay Conti from this since she just had her match against Sheeta. But like Nyla Rose, Abaddon, I'd like to see them get an actual feud. Even if it's just on elevation, like just something short where you get some character out of them. Um, and it's not just a squash because they've been around, for, well, especially Nyla Rose, has been around for a while. Could probably benefit, doesn't have to be the most meaningful thing, but at least something where there's a couple weeks of, you know, she cuts a promo one week, comes out. It just feels like they're giving them time, but they need to give them some substance with it because you're going to need them to step up soon if you want the women's division to, to really matter. And th- these squashes aren't going to continue, aren't going to do that if you don't give them something else. So that's just my one point. Again, Tay kind of gets excluded because she, they do a good job. If someone loses to a champ, they try to rehab them after, which I really appreciate. And she's kind of in that rehab phase of like, get some more wins again, show that you're a good pl- uh, good wrestler. But the other two have just been in this holding pattern, and that's kind of like use elevation for what it is. Give them a feud. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think maybe if we're assuming that Brit wins a double or nothing, maybe that does start to trickle down in some way because, like, we have a new champion. They might build up different competitors for her, especially because you're now moving to a heel champion. So they'll probably switch to building up some more faces, I would guess. 
though I feel like a heel Brit and a heel Jade would be dynamite. Wow, pun moderately intended because I realized it as it was coming out of my mouth, but I didn't initially mean it. Um, but I think that might be part of why maybe we're not like building up a ton around it is because we're switching to the other side of the coin for the title. So, um, but yeah, I, I hear you on that. It's like, we see, we see it with the stables, right? We see it with the pretty wingmen and like, there's, there's stories that even if they're not leading to a title match, at least like have some meat on the bone to them. So I hear you loud and clear on that. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. I don't, I like Abaddon. I like that character a lot. They, this is like the first time we've had like a zombie-ish character, I think, go over really well. Um, she definitely needs more time, you know, in elevation, you know, kind of honing her craft a little bit. So I don't mind her not necessarily having anything. The one surprise is Nyla Rose. Like, it's just shocking how uh, Nyla Rose, when they launched this company, was just front and center you know, kind of along with Britt Baker. And then just, it's almost like seemingly they have nothing for her for these long stretches of time. So I, I do agree with you, Ryan. Uh, you know, something especially for Nyla Rose, because again, Vicky Guerrero's ringside for this match, you know, uh, completely in her corner. So like, what is going on here? I know they've got this BTE get, uh, you know, gimmick going, uh, you know, and BTE, but like there's, there's got to be something for Nyla Rose at some point. Uh, one other thing I do want to, I almost forgot. Um, we also had Mike Seidel versus Pentagon, uh, which uh, I actually thought was a pretty, pretty good match. I, I love seeing Pentagon uh, anytime we can get him in the ring. So I think that's another one worth checking out. Um, Definitely. So uh, I think that's pretty much everything for elevation. Uh, Ryan, what about dark? All right, so a couple things here. They brought this one back down to an hour and a half, and my note says, thank God, because <laughs> that's a way more comfortable time. Um, there's a bunch I would like to talk about, and I can talk about, but before I can get to any of it, the whole story of this elevation is Janelle and, and uh, Sunny Kiss. They each have a ma- match, and they actually have a moment, you know, and I'm a, I'm a Janelle and Sunny Kiss fan, so it's just a little heartbreaking when Janelle had a great match against, um, what's it, the bear? Uh Bear Bronze. Thank you. I can't, I always confuse the two of them. Had a great match against Bear Bronze. And that is one where legitimately I didn't know who was going to win because Bear Bronson gets kind of a decent push. Even though he's lost, he always looks awesome. Um, so Janelle had a great match against him. And then Sonny Kiss had a, a actually fairly good match against Brian Cage. They let Sonny get in a lot of offense to the point where Taz was talking about it on commentary, how annoyed he was that Brian Cage wasn't finishing the match. And then afterwards, Hook, brother, comes in and, uh, chokes out sunny kiss and janella walks to the back so it's like the breakup of them now janella puts on twitter today that he had a migraine and he it's all good but as a lifelong migraine sufferer i know that's not what you do when you have a migraine so that they're clearly going to give those two a story which as much as i hate to see them break up because that's just heartbreaking to me i actually like that why not give those two guys a story you know again even if it's just on darker elevation use these shows for something I, i love the shows but it doesn't hurt you know what? Uh, you know what I'm looking forward to is uh, the Bad Boy Summer. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I love I don't that know if you... <laughs> interview. It was so funny, and even his in-ring uh, antics with Bear. I did see some of this, and he was cracking me up, like how he was kind of showboating, and then Bear just absolutely leveled him. So it did seem like maybe there's like a heel turn, maybe on the rise, but. Um, 
what what were the the bad boys summer situations tanning at the beach skinny yep. girl margaritas and kitties yep. sucking on his nipples sucking on nips that's <laughs> right nips. and, and Mar- marvez uh, wanted to get in on bad boy summer yeah i mean sounds like a great summer except skinny girl margaritas are disgusting that's a shoot hey listen you gotta keep your beach bod in check uh, when you're going to have the lady sucking on your nips. Right, Maddie? Uh, sure. That's true. Too. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with I'm with you, Ryan, as far as the uh, Joey Janela, Sunny Kiss stuff. Uh, both the matches I've actually thought were pretty good. Um, and this is, you know, this is kind of a split. I think that we, over the past, God, like month at very least, we're like, what is going on with these two guys? In a crowded, crowded tag division, I think it's now clear that we're going to have them break up and do their own thing. Maybe we get a bad boy heel turn. I mean, he's the bad boy, right? So might as well turn heel. Uh, And it's bad boy summer. So what better way to go heel than have a bad boy summer? Matt looks like he's going to say something. Tell me about this Jason Jason Hodgkin. Yeah, did he kill Dante? (laughs) This finisher looked like he murdered Dante. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, listen, I thought it was a, a, a pretty good match. Um, Dante Martin actually won that match. So if if he hit a, you know, kind of closing move, it wasn't, you know, anything that, uh, that really, you know, kind of did anything to Dante Martin. Um, what actually happened uh, was, Dante sold the fuck out of something that looked like some sort of like spinning back breakery thing. Um, but that was a gift that I saw going around and Dante made it look like a million bucks, but I also was like, it was like a Shawn Michaels Ziggler level sell on <laughs> one of the spots in that match. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, it, listen, it was a good match. I mean, Dante Martin's got a lot of talent. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if it was, I mean, I guess it, there was that in that match key, but I think we also have to talk about, and if it's not going around uh, online, um, there was a spot in the gun club, Cal Harrow and Liam Gray match that um, was uh, kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> like uh, Liam Gray at one point towards the end of this match, uh, Liam Gray tosses you know, or, or kicks Billy Gunn in the head as he's trying to climb into the ring. So now Billy Gunn is on the outside. Liam Gray, you know, off the far rope, comes off the far rope, you know, does a, a suicide dive. I don't, I think he was over, he came over the top rope, does a suicide dive, and essentially Billy Gunn just sideswipes him. And this kid landed on the back of his neck. And I thought he was dead. Like I was actually shocked that uh, Aubrey ref Aubrey didn't go out there and check on him immediately because he was flat on his back and looked like, I mean, he, he clearly sold the shit out of it because they finished the match. Like Billy rolled him in the ring, you know, Colton, uh, Colton uh, hit his finisher and then, you know, they, that was it. But I mean, it looks Ryan, you know what I'm talking about, right? That, that, that spot looked really bad. It it did. It took me a second to remember because um, 
I was trying, I was still going over the Dante Martin match in my head, but yeah, that was really, but the only reason I wasn't freaking out when I watched it is because I know this is recorded. So I was like, if they killed the guy in the match, this would not be on, on YouTube right now, but it, it looked as bad as bad of a dive as I've seen. Like that, that's one of those where if, if the, he was to write a book, he'd probably say like, I thought I, I broke my neck and then could get up and you get lucky. You don't break your neck. You feel fine. But I don't know what the plan was there. I don't know if Billy was supposed to um, do the sidestep and he just over went too fast and went farther than intended or what the plan was there. But it, it was wow. scary. If it wasn't, if this was live, I would have been, there would have been texts going out of like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you're as veteran as Billy Gunn, you should be able to see how fast and how much momentum he had going through that suicide dive and eat the spot because that was really scary. And Billy Gunn just, even his sidestep didn't, I mean, he just stepped out of the way. He didn't slow down his, his dive at all. So that spot was ass, man. And real quick, Jason uh, Hotch, and I'm going to ignore the pun. I, I heard it at the end. Um, Matt, to go back to your point of Jason Hodge, I didn't. I don't think you learned a lot about him in the Dante Martin match because Dante Martin just has really fast matches. Like, he just keeps moving. And Jason kept up with him. But it's hard to judge just with Dante Martin if there's, you know, if there's anything there. Uh, Ryan, I'm so sorry that you had to be uh, on the show for that pun. Uh, we're just going to hit this button here. Not even close to my worst. Sorry, what? <laughs> All right, so that oh. works, Matt. The guy. Your name is just the guy. Dummy, dummy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Matt found a soundboard. Fucking what awesome. Fuck are you talking about. Mm. Let's have like a one-hour show tonight, guys. Fuck off. Matt, I'm gonna play every sound on the soundboard and talk about how you got called a cunt because you wouldn't send out feet pics for 20 minutes. Fuck off. Look, that's you leaving money on the table. It's not my problem. All right. Not my chair, not my problem. That's what I say. Is that another one of your beautiful puns? I have a question about. There we go. We took care of oh that. man, I was really waiting for her question. We'll come back to you, Kate. It looks like your audio dropped out. So, um, I, uh, I actually, <laughs> I don't have Matt, mute. uh, mutes me again. I just want to let you guys know that he can fuck off. He's gonna make no money off of my feet, but Aunt, I will take you to many steak dinners. Because you are a gentleman and a scholar. I wanted to ask Ryan if we like Burt Vixen. How would I make money? You didn't show up Sunday. Because I'm nice, Matt. I would give you some dollars from my weird feet pics. But now you're excluded. I'm taking Ant to steak dinners every week because he flew to Jacksonville for a year. And you're getting nothing. I I don't want your stinky feet money. I'll take it if, yes, if it pays did. for steak. Fuck I'll take know. it if it pays for steak. Uh, Kate, can, can I add a crab cocktail onto that? Not a shrimp cocktail, a crab cocktail. Yeah, of course, man. Perfect. It's so, about quality time. <laughs> good. So, so Ryan, what did we think about Layla Hirsch, Vert Vixen, as Kate wanted to know, Vert Vixen? Well, the match was good. They're telling a story of Layla where, like, you know, she goes through the matches and at, 
not just the very end. It's not like a quick victory. Like she builds momentum and has a good section of the end of the match where she starts to dominate. And I really kind of like that story that it's been like the last couple matches with her. Um, I think Vert Vixen will be good or is good. It's kind of tough because she's, you know, I think that I, I would like to see her against someone who not like Layla her, someone who she can beat. Would you like to see her against Robin Renegade? What a fucking terrible name. <laughs> Holy shit. Hi, my name is Malicious Matt, and I'll be doing the podcast tonight. Holy shit, Robin Renegade. God I mean, honestly, you're... Robin Renegade fits into their, like, St. Patrick's Day slam oh, bullshit. God, your fucking indie-rific name. Get out of here with that. You got to have a better name than that. Well, where does Vert Vixen come from? I like Vert Vixen. I've never heard that before. Robin Renegade just seems like <sighs> something that... You just be like, what rhymes with Robin? Robin Renegade. That sounds like a rhyme, idiot. Sounds like a fucking backyard wrestling name that I came up with when I was backyard wrestling. That's right. Uh, Wrestling. Greatest promotion of all time. Thank you. Wrestling loves alliteration. So Robin Renegade fits right in. Rhymes, alliteration, whatever. It's all the fucking same to me. I wasn't pointing out that you were wrong. I was kindly correcting. And I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus. Anyway, I'm with you, Ryan, on the Layla Hirsch stuff uh, and Vert Vixen. And I think uh, if we could see Vert Vixen go up against somebody where she has a longer match, there might be something there. Uh, following the women, though, I thought Diamante had a good match against uh, Rekka Tahaka. Diamante is a star. I, I mean, I, I, I love her. Matt, you can Kate crap. What? I said, God bless you. I thought he sneezed. It got me, man. It popped me. It took me a second, to be quite honest with you. Um, <laughs> but I, Diamante has really grown on me. She's basically the the main woman on uh, any of the darks because she gets the most promos, the most matches, and she's her matches are always good. Her promos are good. I don't know what they're doing with her because she's been just staying down here. But I really like her, and I hope that she gets pushed up to dynamite at some point. I think Rekka Tahaka is Samoan. Uh, yes, she's from America. Okay. Samoa. So maybe she'll get some of that Samoan luck and be a, a force in the wrestling. But she didn't really show me, you know, show anything in that match. But then again, she wasn't. She wasn't given a there was ton, you know. It was a good match, but she right. didn't. Yeah, nothing to blow me away. Well, I'm glad well, Diamante she- is breaking out since she is no longer held back by that no-selling ass clown. Well, Rekka Tahaka is also not part of the blessed Samoan family of wrestling or else she'd be in the WWE. So uh, it's it's okay. Uh, I also want to stay with women here. Um, Big Swole and Kylan King versus The Bunny and Maddie Rinkowski. So it looks like they're trying to push Kylan King King a little bit. Uh, At least that's what it looks like to me. What did you think, Ryan? I agree. She's been getting – she gets wins on Dark – um, and she's been getting more prominent roles. You know, she lost to the bunny, but it's carried over. So that means they actually gave her a story. Um, she's now showing up on, I think it's uh, Sammy's vlog, but that's actually, but in stuff with Cody. So they're even giving her some behind the, the scenes moments, but, and they're, they like, they must like Rinkowski because even though she eats the losses, they're putting her with their, they put her with Nyla. Now they're putting her with the bunny. She, 
she's the one eating the losses for him, but to even put him in that category, they must really think she's got potential to come up and be a player. But I, I think they already think Kylan King is there and hoping with swole and uh, red velvet that that takes her to that next level of getting over with the fans. What do they see in Maddie Rinkowski? Cause I don't see it. I find her not very good in the ring and I find her like you guys joke that I'm fucking basic every week. Oh my God. I'm so bored by her. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Do you see anything with her on dark? Cause I haven't watched it, but I just am like super underwhelmed and I don't understand why she gets like kind of as many opportunities as like a Danny Jordan would when Danny, I'm like, I get it. I don't get it with Matt. Yeah. I mean, I, I think she's there to serve the purpose. Like Ryan said of kind of eating the pin. But even just to put her in that spot to eat the pin, I, I, yeah, they have to see something in her. I just, I don't see it yet with the way they're using her. Uh, you know, I'm kind of there with you, Kate. But, you know, we'll, time will tell when they kind of set her out on her own, I guess. Um, but, you know, who knows at this point? Um, I also want to call out, and this might be my last thing. Uh, and then, Ryan, if you have anything else, but, not necessarily uh i don't want to go in deep with the aaron solo gannon jones match but i think there is something in gannon jones that shows some promise if if he sticks around he actually looked pretty good in the ring uh and he's you know he's tall he's long uh and um you know he he had a pretty good competitive match with aaron solo um i don't know were you feeling gannon jones like i was I really enjoyed that match. Is he partners with um, Duke Davis? Um, I don't because that I don't. That was remember. a story. You know, he was at ringside for that match and then gets called in. So I assume he was partnered. But if he is, he's clearly the the star of those two because I really enjoyed what he was doing. Um, and I actually liked that match. Uh, real quick, just to go, I don't want to forget this, and we'll go back to him. Kate, if you want to see who should be in Rankowski's place, go watch Tesha, Tesha Price, I think, is who would be better off than Rankowski. I think she puts on better matches and has better, like, behind her, and she's just taking losses at this point. So that's just – I want to do. I would forget if I didn't mention that. But, yeah, Gannon Jones was great. I, I, I highly enjoy him, and I hope he keeps showing up on Dark until, you know, he gets pushed a little. Uh, well, I think I hit all my points – and I don't know if anybody else has anything, but uh, I guess Ryan, we've talked about a lot on uh, a lot about elevation and dark. What would you say are your ribbed for her pleasure matches of the week on elevation and on dark? If you had to pick one from elevation and one from dark. Well, elevation's easy. That's Rocky Romero versus JD Drake. Hands down the, the best match of the night um dark's a little tougher because i like i think it to me it is joey janela versus bear bronson but i could i think brian cage and sunny kiss also put on a good match and just for people to keep an eye out and it's not something to talk about a lot about but dylan queen made his debut and he was walked out by cody so clearly they see something in him so just keep an eye out because he'll probably start showing up regularly if he's being walked out by cody yeah well ryan I appreciate your ribbed for her pleasures, ribbed for her pleasure picks of the week. And by the way, Ryan, this jug of uh, juice I'm drinking, it's my riot punch. I was, I, you beat me to it. <laughs> you can't tailgate without riot punch. 
That's right. Or Renegade well, Punch. No, no, it's Riot Punch, Kate. Don't mess no. it up. It's... I just wanted to piss Matt off because he's been mean to me all episode. I don't know what's going on. I just picked my scab. Ew. <laughs> Ew! Yeah. Ow! Oh! You're disgusting. Don't watch on Facebook anymore. Normally, I'm like, watch along on the Facebook. We have fun. Matt is gross, and he's mean. Nobody's watching you on Facebook. Throw off. Uh, old man Tony is. Kate, uh, to cleanse our palate, will you show us your feet? Ah, let me see them tootsies. No, you can pay for it. Once show I me which little. Stop. Show me which little piggy went to market. You know what I learned? I pay every that, week I'm doing the show with you. Not showing my feet i hate you this little piggy went to market doesn't mean the supermarket it means that the pig went to be slaughtered what how fucked up is that oh is it alexa bliss's pig <laughs> oh my goodness you are insufferable wow. i thought it would be better when we didn't have dynamite you're worse when we don't have dynamite to talk about somehow oh, man she's gonna be eating bacon for a long time so well probably not because it was like diseased and gross right i don't know just fucking cook it it'll be fine i think we know why you're always shitting your pants i have not shit my pants in a long time that hey listen a stunning accomplishment come on that was a great, that was a great pig joke Ah, you fucking loser fucking people who are like, I'm so heartbroken over Alexa Bliss's pig. You fucking nerds. She wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. You fucking losers. Hey, guys, let's try to keep it to like an hour tonight. I did not say anything through all of dark. I picked so, so to clarify through the wrestling part of the show you picked my scab. I picked my scab and I made a dead pig joke alright why are you 8 years old Kate, what? Kate all I know is if we're lucky I'm a handsome July, July 11th we hope maybe we get a Matt shit his pants story July 11th is coming Ooh, yeah boobs barbecue the odds, oh, the odds are in our favor Well, Ryan, uh, thanks for the, the dark updates. Uh, always fun having you here for a little tip of the schlong. You ever smell your scab? Oh, my God. Stop. Oh, my God. What if I put this in my mouth right now? Can you not do it right now and just oh my do God. it? Oh, come on. Do it. This is some fear factor bullshit. Go away forever. It's just dead skin. The dead blood cells. This will not be featured on my fun socks pictures on Patreon. Socks. Your hair does look good. Better than mine. I'm thinning out, bro. I'm just going to shave the whole thing at some point. Can I go? uh, I got to clean my leg up. So I think we should. uh, Play a commercial. You're disgusting. I think we should. I I think we should take a (laughs) I think we should take a break. Ryan, thanks for jumping in and talking dark with us. Thanks Appreciate for having it me. as always. No worries. Save yourself for the rest of this bullshit. Uh, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to come back and we're going to give a little bit of a preview into the Friday night card for uh, Dynamite. We're going to talk double or nothing, preview that card, give some picks and predictions, and that'll be uh, that'll be it. Cool.
Oh, I got to play the commercials. Uh, this has been a little tip of the schlong. Little me. tip of the schlong. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week we bring you a fist full of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact play of Phil Rea and the Portuguese Men of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury.
What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? That's the most metal. Hey, do you like heavy metal? Go, 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 go. You should. I love it. Our podcast. You know how long I love it. You need to get a new fucking commercial from those motherfuckers. Uh, I love it. I don't care what you say. Long time. Long time. Hey, listen, if, I, I'd hey, love for up? them to hit me up. I, I'd love for them to hit me up. I'd love to talk a little metal with some Canadians. Uh, Snowy, I know you don't listen to the show, but I'm sure Tony will convey the message. He will pass the message along. Uh, have uh, Snowy reach out to Ant Money. Uncle Snowy just turned fitty. Fitty. Wow. Fitty, still skateboarding. Still listening to metal. Still got his wallet chain gimmick thing. I've done away with my wallet chain. I traded in my wallet chain when uh, gym shorts became cool. Yeah, for a dangly. <laughs> It's a good trade, bro. All right, bro. <laughs> what are we talking about, bro? Well, we're back at the Mark Order podcast where we love to bicker with each other. <gasps> That's what people tune into. They don't tune in to listen to us talk about wrestling. No, fuck that. They tune in to watch people try to eat scabs and then they don't. Uh, fucking scabs? I don't have any scabs to eat. Well, maybe you should make yourself... Uh, Bleed. Yeah, maybe you should fall down a stair. Okay, by the way, because Matt is gross, he was like, let me clean my flesh wound and turn my video back on. Bro, that is a uh, gash. That looks like like Abaddon flesh. It was <laughs> that is that is a wound. You got I, wounded. I did get wounded. I'm glad you're okay. That's that should could have ended worse. It could have. Could have, but I, you know what? We're good. I'm going to live. You know what? Friday is looking like a rain out maybe. So I might actually be able to see this dynamite, this Friday night dynamite to go home to, uh, to double or nothing. You know, every event this weekend will be affected except for by marathon day Sunday. So I have no shot of seeing uh, double or nothing live. Zero shot. 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. That is my day, Sunday. Oh, no. Nope. a long day. Long duck dong. That's why well, the, the medium bucks, my friend. That's right. And it's a good thing Monday uh, Monday you can uh, catch up on Double or Nothing. But I, I don't know. I don't know what my schedule is. I might have to work. It's Memorial Day. Who knows? Oh, well, that's very true. Hmm. Well, all I know is that uh, Friday night they're lining up a pretty big dynamite. Uh, we do have an updated card. Uh, the preview says that we're going to get Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. So it'll be interesting to see if they uh, continue anything here with the Sunny Kiss storyline of him and Joey breaking up. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but Hangman's going into his big page, uh, his his big match against uh, Brian Cage. At double or nothing. We'll talk about that a little bit in a minute here. Jade Cargill's got an open challenge, so we're going to see Jade in action. And everybody had better shut the fuck up during that match. Um, it's fine. You can burp. You can belch now, but give the respect that's due when Jade is on your television. 
You see, um, that thirst trap of her brother and you bitches be going crazy. I didn't see it. I'll have to check it out. Be going crazy. He's an attractive dude. Would you uh, touch his ding dong? Would I touch his ding dong? Ding dong, hello. <laughs> hello, exactly. <laughs> um, well, first of all, no, I, I wouldn't just touch his ding dong. Let me ask you a question, Kate, if I can, because you're the only female in the room right now. Um, and it'd be weird if I asked my wife this, right? Guys are gross. We know we're gross. Like, yeah. Take Conte. If you she was like, skips. you can touch me, I would touch your hiney, right? Well, yeah. Right. Do ladies think about that when they see attractive man? Like, I just like to honk his, his ding dong. Or do you want to like touch his washboard abs or like check his gluteus maximus? No, I think you just want to fuck if you. <laughs> I don't think it's like, oh, the in between stuff seems neat. I think if you're just like, that guy's really hot, you probably just like want to want to just have sex with that person. Um, stuff you in the corner of a couch like a pillow that nobody wants. You know what? Sure. <laughs> right. A good look. That's like a gorilla fucking. Then you want a good gorilla fucking. It could be. It could be love making. I'm just saying. I'm not like. Oh, I want to touch his wiener. Like that just feels like kind of like what dudes do to each other. <laughs> like to fucking like be dicks to each other. Not right. like there's not like any. I don't like get anything out of like. Let me just touch your wiener. That's weird. Okay, I don't know if that's like a thing ladies want to do. I'm sure there's some ladies out there that want. I was just curious. I'm sorry. Not like as an isolated act. I don't think. All right, so Joey Janela is going to wrestle Adam Page. Jade is going to be on TV. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Anthony says. Um, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Continue with the rundown. Oh, Miro is defending his title against Dante Martin. Oh my God, what are we going to do if Dante Martin wins? Does he have to wrestle Lance Archer at double or nothing? I'm going to go ahead and say it's a non-issue. <laughs> if you couldn't hear Matt's eye roll, it was pretty loud. Because I was fucking annoyed about the way they set it up last week. They were like, open challenge. Four seconds later, well, somebody has accepted. They didn't even let it build. They didn't let it sit. Nothing. Come on. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He shouldn't actually be putting his title up the night you know, the weekend of his pay-per-view. So I think it was pretty dumb to begin well, don't, with. Then don't fucking put it on Friday night and don't make it seem like it's a big deal. I think maybe I agree with you. Let's advertise a new match or a title match for a potentially new audience. But we did talk about this last week already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. What else? Is I don't know. The Friday night dynamo. Eric Bischoff is back. He's going to be the guy. He's going to the inner circle, whatever, mumbo jumbo. Inner circle jerk. Circle jerk. They're going to fucking make s'mores. They're going to do whatever. They're going to celebrate their greatest moments. The inner circle celebrate their greatest moments because if they lose Sunday, they're done. Um, Question for you, both of you, top two inner circle moments. Vegas. And... Oh man. Uh when they did their celebration and um Santana Ortiz gave him the chopped cheese uh from the Bronx 
And uh, I think Santana was having hearing problems. Uh, he couldn't hear for some reason. I thought that whole segment was great. Uh, those are my top two. Um, I would just, I don't know if it can count as a moment, but just the stadium stampede last year in general, I thought was awesome. And I think when Jericho was introducing everyone and said that it's a stupid idea from bad creative line, uh, because that was so early in the inception of stuff, I actually thought that was really important because I thought Jake Hager was not a big deal. So just like him setting the tone for the inner circle with that line, I thought was, was pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Cause we all have different inner circle moments. Um, I would say it's the for th- them standing tall at the end of dynamite, the first ever dynamite. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the inner circle bunch, the play they did on the Brady bunch when the pandemic. first. Oh started. yeah. The bubbly bunch. Yes. Those the were good. Sorry. A little bit of the bubble. Oh. We'll see what they celebrate Friday night in their uh, greatest moments. We're also going to get Anthony Agogo and Cody Rhodes with a double or nothing weigh in. So we'll see how that breaks down. It's either going to break down like every other wrestling segment or it's not. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll get evil Uno and Stu Grayson versus Ethan page and Scorpio sky. I'm actually looking forward to that match quite a bit because everybody in that match can go. So uh, looking forward to that. Darby Allen will uh, face Cesar Bononi. Uh, I'm sure the uh, the pretty wingmen will be in the corner of Cesar Bononi. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we will get Orange Cassidy responding to his offer from Kenny Omega on whether he's going to wrestle or not. So I guess this will be the moment we find out if he's good to go or not. Uh, I don't see anything out there saying that he's not good to go. He was at the Sixers game, I think. Yes, he was uh, on camera. He's fucking fine. He's fine. Uh, and then, and then we're going to celebrate the AEW. Uh, women's champion uh i don't know who this is uh hikaru shida so we're gonna celebrate her uh one year celebration apparently well that'll Uh, be it's good (laughs) yeah those clips will be few and far between uh since she's had like three title defenses I definitely don't think Britt Baker is going to come shit all over it. That's not what's going to happen. Oh, man. There's going to be a live poo-poo on TV? Maybe. That really makes it difficult on my new OnlyFans. If there's going to be, like, live shitting on TV, that's, like, a whole other fetish market that I can't compete in. I mean, Shotzi Blackheart did it. And Priscilla made art, right, with her poo? Oh, yeah. With Darby before they got divorced, they're making doo doo art. Look, if you're if you're willing to do it, I can't touch my own shit. But if you're willing, maybe if I put a glove on. It's yours. Yeah, I don't know though. I've actually never touched my own shit. I mean, I haven't willingly touched my own shit. Right. I mean, I have a baby. Well, I you know he's a kid now, but. I, I had a, I have a son. When he was a baby, you touch their shit. You touch a lot of their gross bodily stuff, and it's still disgusting. But somehow in that moment, you make it through without puking. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I'll never know. I don't think we're ever going to have kids. Never say never. It's true. It only takes one. I can't even feed the cats dry food without doing this. 
<laughs> the smell. How quickly will we have to call Child Protective Services on Matt's child? <laughs> How quickly? I'm oh. gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Pick up your fucking laundry. <laughs> I mean, look at that point. They're young. You're, they're young adults. They should be doing their fucking laundry. Come on, you goon. Exactly. I'm picking up after school. No, I'm not. You fucking walk home, you lazy shit. <laughs> My goodness. Stick AirPods up your asshole. If you don't fucking clean up after yourself, you slob. How do you like them apples? Sticking AirPods up your asshole. Well, that's uh, the Friday know, night diner. Terrible. I would get them AirPods, but I wouldn't get them a fucking iPhone. How do you like them apples? Your they're AirPods. just Bluetooth, right? Here's your AirPods, you little shithead. Enjoy them. <laughs> Well, my, kids, all my friends have phones. Yeah, do they? I bet you all your friends don't rake the leaves either. Get back to work, bitch. You little bitch. Do some work, you little bitch. You little bitch. And then you throw papers yeah. at That's it. I wouldn't be posting dumb pictures of my kid on Instagram like he's some fucking purse. You fucking cocksuckers. You're just going to accessorize your kids, you fucking ghouls. You want some fucking sexual predator looking at your kids on Instagram? Um, Britt Baker and Gina, have you touched your own shit to Matt's hypothetical child abuse? You know what? I noticed during the conversation, the lighting in this room is fantastic. I look great on Facebook. You're obsessed with that. I can't even say it because I'm fucking always fiddling with my hair on this thing. But you are, you're into your hair today. I really am. I'm digging it. I like it. it. I look very handsome. Look good, feel good, you know? (laughs) It's the best comb over I've ever seen, if I can say so. Thank you. So that's our Friday night dynamite. That's our dynamite preview. I can't wait. can't wait. We got dynamite on Friday, two night, two weeks in a row. Cha-ching. You know, and uh, well, yeah, that was... That was my note for later, but we are going to have a programming change for um, for next week. Uh, Double or nothing will be on Friday night uh, of next week. But you know what? That works out in our favor because usually when we talk about a pay-per-view the week after, it's like, you know, a four-hour show. But this time we could just bring it down like two and change maybe. That'd be nice. Sure. We're getting there tonight. Um, I mean... So, yeah. Let's do it. Well, if I can complete the thought here, Friday at 10 p.m. Uh, next week, that would be June uh, 4th. So uh, trees come down, baby. Oh, baby. Tree day. Um, Hi, trees. We're going to get dynamite again at 10 o'clock. I know your trees. I know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, oh you said Trixie. My bad. Um, and that's because of the uh, NBA uh on tnt all right so uh the door oh my god whenever you want to replace me with ryan schlong i completely understand i might another og host bites the dust i'm not bowing out i'm just saying i understand i think i have add on i put so much in the monday nights that i literally just don't give a shit on I mean, I don't know how Ant doesn't hate both of us. So if Matt quits. I'm not quitting. I'm Ant's just got one foot out the door because I'm insufferable. I know that. Look, I'm ready for picks. 
Okay. Well, oh, oh you mean pay-per-view pick? <laughs> we're get we are we are certainly going to discuss uh, double or nothing. Uh, the other thing too is child uh, abuse. We can close the chapter on child yeah, abuse. And move we're on done to- with touch touching shit and child abuse. So um, so just to keep this in mind too, Saturday is fan fest uh, for double or nothing. Uh, and they're gonna go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Okay, made jokes earlier, Anthony. On a serious note, those they released some fan fest exclusive figures and bullshit. I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. I was just gonna bring this. this, That's the reason I bring it up, Matt, is because Pat, uh, who's it, Jeremy Padower, said that uh, they are going to have a, a, a figure panel. Uh, so we've got to keep our ears to the to the ground and hear what the fuck is going on on Saturday, because I can imagine if it's not an exclusive there, they're going to put it up immediately and they're going to fucking sell something. I'm so excited because Marco's done tweeted something about how tiny his figure is going to be, which means we're probably getting one, which means Matt's going to have to have it twice. I have, have, have to have two. Look, I saw what Jeremy said. He said they were going to do some reveals. I swear to fuck off. They put some fucking, oh, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my fucking shit. No, they're just going to reveal them, right? Like they're gonna... reveal them. Don't be pulling no, Jeremy, I swear to God, I don't know if you ever listen to this. I don't give a shit. Don't be pulling no bullshit shenanigans. Everyone can't fucking fly to wherever this fuck of Jacksonville, Las Vegas, whatever bullshit, okay? It's a goddamn pandemic. People aren't ready to travel yet. Don't you dare. Don't you dare make me get on an airplane and fly to Jacksonville and jam a f- all the Cody Rhodes figures up your asshole, because I will. All 16 of them. Hear that, Jeremy? Don't know he's there if you spoke in class today. Don't do it. Don't release some special exclusive fan fest bullshit that I gotta pay through to fucking wazoo to have in my collection, you motherfucker. Well, we'll have to see what happens at FanFest. Uh so keep your eyes peeled for news on figure reveals, we're hoping. Uh, but now let's get into double or nothing Sunday. May 30th. Yeah, I know. That's why I kind of... For those of you listening in podcast form, Matt did a little dance. His little shuffle. If you're listening in podcast form and you're not following the Mark Order podcast, do so. Facebook.com backslash Mark Order pod. You can watch us every Wednesday night. Join the MarkOrder.com, obviously our website, and at Mark Order pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can see Anthony's dangly earrings. You can see me in the Dark Order uh, 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 evil Uno mask. You may even, all right, if we do this proper, you might get a Kate foot picture. Mm-hmm. If we can get those follows up, people, get the follows up. What do we need to reach? 300 followers, 400 followers, 500 followers? What do we need? We need more followers. Let's go, people. Show we'll us. Give you, we'll give you one toe. For each hundred followers that we we reach, so you know if we're what are we at? Like uh, let's say two twenty right now. We get to three hundred. Kate will give you a pinky toe. If we get up to, I like spent the whole commercial break looking. I was like, my feet are bad. They just like they need a pedicure situation. Well, let's make it happen anyway. Toes, and I'm actually pretty good. Let's get into double or nothing here. They did announce uh, a uh, pre-show match 
um, the buy-in pre-show um, will feature Serena Deeb defending her NWA title against Riho. Riho defeated Serena Deeb in the first round of the AEW Women's Championship Eliminator Tournament. That meant nothing to the women's division. Um, yes, Matt. If I may, Serena Deep did also make her return to NWA television two weeks ago with a brand new attitude, badass uh, motherfucker. And she showed up on Dynamite with that same attitude, too. So that's true. Um, and I think that that's a good thing. We kind of talked about it last week, like, you know, where this is going. She's clearly kind of turning heel. Um, I think this is a good thing, right? Because I think one of our criticisms, as much as we love Serena Deeb, was like, what? you know, what is her kind of character? Um, and I think if she's going to go kind of this heel badass character, that that's going to be good for her. So anywho, is there anybody here who thinks Serena Deeb is going to lose her title to Rio? No. And I forgot Rio was part of the women's roster, just like in general. And I think it'll be a good match. This is the second time the NWA women's division title is being defended on the buy-in, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't the Allison K match with Thunder Rosa maybe a NWA title match? It's just weird. Probably. AW's pay-per-view with these NWA gals. It's just weird. Well, it's a partnership. I don't know. And because I am a, a professional broadcast journalist i do have to uh redact the statement uh serena deeb is yet to be on nwa power and to give kate credit kate is correct serena deeb beat allison k at uh full gear last year on the pre-show okay so there we go and and kate i think you may have forgotten about reho i think you might have mistaken her with maya bialik um uh, so that's okay. Rio went away to do Big Bang Theory retroactively. Got it. Got it. That's got right. It. So as far as this match goes, uh, uh, Matt, Kate said uh, Serena Deeb. I'm picking Serena Deeb. Who are you picking? You real? Is this a real question? We have to have it official on air so we can oh, back okay. it up. Yes, it is. Serena. I will go with Serena Deeb for the clean sweep here. Okay. It is a risky pick. Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into the card for the actual double or nothing just to preview the card here uh let's start i'm going to start from the bottom up so uh the casino battle royal i think we all assume that's going to kick off the show it usually does um the entrance that they have named christian cage matt seidel powerhouse hobbs matt hardy isaiah cassidy mark quinn evil uno 10 colt cabana Jungle Boy, Griff, oh, I'm sorry, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, Penta El Cero M, The Blade, and a mystery con- entrant. So um, I think we should do two things here, guys. I think we need to pick the winner and pick a mystery entrant can i also talk about our poll from last week because yes. that's what this was about so uh 
The overwhelming favorite was Andrade. Um, and the second most likely people thought would be Nick Gage, which was Matt's theory. I now have to throw in, I'm wondering if Matt Cardona is in the mix. Oh, please, dear God, no. Based on the impact programming that Matt was talking about on Monday, I I don't know if they would do that because he's already been there. So like the reveal thing isn't there, but it is something that floated into my head. And I wanted to share that before we made a decision as a possibility. Well, Kate, I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to give my picks. Go ahead. I think Christian Cage wins the Casino Battle Royal. And I think the big show is your mystery entrant. Wow. Well, he's going to be doing commentary, so he'd have to do that gimmick where he leaves the desk. So it could work. I I see where your head's at. I don't love it. But look, I don't like it either, but... We talked about this when they signed him. You did not just bring him in to do commentary. I agree. I don't know if this is the place for the return of the big show, though. But he'd be so protected in this match. I mean, I think he could probably still wrestle, but he wouldn't have to do too much in a in a ladder match with a lot of guys. So, um, or a battle royal. I'm sorry. 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 Mixed up my, my matches here. Um all right, so you're going Christian Cage as the winner. I also like Christian Cage among this field. He's just the one guy that seems like the logical choice to have the next shot. Uh, mystery entrant. Man, I, uh, I do not think it's Andrade because that match has been announced for him and uh, Kenny Omega. It would be great if it was him. I just don't think it's him. I don't think this is where Nick Gage would show up if Nick Gage is going to show up. He's not going to show up somewhere where it's not Moxley. So I'm not going Nick Gage. I know one of our choices in that poll was also Tessa Blanchard. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked that idea. But I also don't think this is the spot where they would bring in Tessa Blanchard. If if Tessa is going to show up, it would be after Britt Baker takes the title. And she kind of, I think, asserts her dominance like I'm going to take this title. Um, fuck. Who is the mystery entrant? It could also be someone on the AEW roster. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm kind of racking my brain again. But Miro having the title makes me think it's not going to be Christian Cage, and it's not going to be a surprise entrant because I don't think you want Christian Cage to lose to Miro so fast. Yeah, I just uh, man. Wait, I, yeah, I, it's it's for a future AEW World Championship shot. Why would he go after Miro? Oh, duh. My bad. Never mind. Redacted. Oh, nice. <laughs> Redacted. No, actually, actually, it's retracted. I'm going to retract that. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think I'm going with anybody off, like outside of AEW for this mystery entrant. Um. Uh fuck. Um Samoa Joe yet, right? We yeah. didn't say Samoa Joe, but I don't think I don't days. think this is it. No, it's not 90 days. It's way too early. I think he's gotta it's gotta be July for him. Um 
Man, I honestly have no idea. Um, I'm going to say uh, Sting. No, wait. Sting is fighting later in the night with Darby Allen. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Um, Kate, give your pick. Come back to me. I just have to look at the roster real quick. Um, I'll, I'll go with Cage now that I'm, I am less dumb than I was a minute and a half ago. Uh, I do think it's going to be Andrade. I think that's a, a fun and easy way to set up a feud. Uh, and I think they want to work with Andrade in the future. So I'm going Andrade and uh, Christian Cage as your winner. Man, I, I honestly have no idea. Um, I just quickly glanced at the roster. I know he's wrestling Brian Cage, but I'm going to go Hangman Adam Page. Um, Smart. I just, I, I don't think it's going to be him. I don't think he pulls the double duty thing. I think maybe it's a way for him to, uh, to try to kind of claw his way back into the picture, but it's not going to be. I just, I have no idea. Uh, which is kind of fun, not having any idea who it's going to be, because then it can blow my mind. Yeah, I think there's a couple different ways you could go with this, too, and I don't think any of them are wrong. Nobody knows what Daniel Bryan's status is. Mm. True, because his contract is up, so he yes. wouldn't have the 90-day non-compete. And it would also be like Bo Dallas, because the NXT releases were all... 30 day not compete so it could be a Bo Dallas it could be like a returning Kip Sabian like there's a lot of there's a lot of options if they just wanted to make him feel important right away somehow is there anybody else injured it could be someone from impact sure of course how about this I want to change my I want to change my goddamn thing I'm going to say moose I like it I floated that out on on uh on the monday show oh did you i swear i didn't listen to the monday show oh i, I just know thank you, thank you. um <laughs> i like the idea of him like he already has his shot at the impact championship but the the tide is turned if he also has a shot at the aw championship and i think sammy callahan's another person whose name you could throw in there uh, because there's that weird storyline going on on Impact. So I think there's a lot of, as I like to say, spoons in the porridge with this one. I was True. and in terms of New Japan, but I think with what happened with them with COVID is probably just too risky to even tempt fate with that. And I don't know if you have like a crossover there immediately that you would want to put in the title picture right away. Well, the other, the other reason I kind of was floating moose out there and maybe I, I saw some of this online was that there's a lot of rumors as what moose's status is actually with impact. Uh, I think his contract is running up. Um, it's not running up. Matt shaking his head. He's re Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Matt. He's re Did he, offic he officially re-signed? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Cause I had seen something, maybe it was old. I had seen something that said, uh, that he hadn't necessarily re-signed and he was kind of teasing other things. Um, so maybe it was just old, whatever I'd seen. Either way, I stand by my moose pick. I'll, I'll go with it. Um, all right. Next up on the card, we have Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage, a match for the ages. Um, see what I did there, Kate? See what I did? Um, so 
So there's no, I don't see any sort of stipulation tied to this. Like it's for a ranking spot or anything like that. Um, I, so I think this is just for pride, to be honest, unless they do something at the last minute and say like, Hey, this is for the FTW belt. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I'll throw my pick out there. I think it's going to be Adam page. I don't think that they're going to uh, crush his spirit so much losing twice to Brian Cage. I think he rebounds and beats Brian Cage at the pay-per-view. I agree. And I think maybe with Starks being injured, maybe this is like a way to advance something within team Taz, like the whole team's falling apart, except for hook brother. Like maybe there's, there's something there. Um, I'm with you. I think Adam pages, likely to dethrone Kenny in the not as distant future. Um, so I'm with you. I'm going the hangman. I agree with you too. I like a hangman, Adam page. I think Ricky Starks getting hurt definitely affects the storyline, but I think if Brian cage loses this, there'll be more cracks in the team Taz foundation. Uh, and we'll get to see that story play out with, uh, with Ricky on the sidelines and, you know, if Brian Cage goes on said losing streak, Hook can't get any wins. Hobbs is not winning anything. Um, you know, there could be a lot of infighting. So I think that'll be fun to watch. Uh, anybody see being the elite this week? No. There was a segment where the Dark Order was all drawing pictures. Um, and um, Hangman uh, drew a picture of himself on a horse in his gear with like his arms out and next like he was kind of like talking to or next to all of the dark order made me wonder if he's going to become the leader of that group i know we've all been kind of going that way but i wonder if we're kind of drawing a little closer because that's kind of what it looked like he was leading that group just a side note um next up on the card we have the american dream cody rhodes versus anthony agogo so again we've kind of got this uh you know we're not sure if anthony agogo is like a true heel uh i mean i say he's a he's straight up heel because he's anti-america and wrestling is always pro-america um uh you know i I just don't know uh how this is gonna go matt i'd like your pick first please I think this is a huge moment for Anthony Agogo. I think Cody is going away uh, to be uh, Cody dad. And if he's going to go away uh, and he has the territory mentality, he's going to put over uh, the young guy or the new talent before he leaves. Uh, and this would definitely give the factory uh, huge credibility if they have a win under their belt. Uh, and it's Anthony Agogo. And I said it last week. I think he's a dude's a star. Uh, and him beating Cody and maybe causing some tension in the factory uh, where he can break out and be his own dude uh, somewhere down the line is going to be huge. So I like Anthony Agogo to beat the Cody Rhodes. Uh, the American Dream, excuse me. Okay, what uh, do you think? I'm going to say same uh brandy's like 900 weeks pregnant so i'm gonna say a go-go wins here uh, and i think we see some like serious 
serious ass kicking beat down after the match from the rest of the factory as well. I think that'll be like, holy shit. These are some real deal dudes now. Yeah, this is going to be boring, but I also go with Anthony Agogo. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> listen, I think we're all kind of on the same page. I think Cody, this is Cody's time to put over Anthony Agogo and also go off of television and away for a little bit. So I, I agree with you, Kate. I think that um, I think a go-go wins and then there's a beatdown afterwards where he just lays into Cody Rhodes. Maybe we get the blood packet in the mouth, spitting up blood, which would put Cody on the shelf for a while. Um, and we don't see him. Uh, I also think a little further down the road, Anthony Agogo basically kicks QT Marshall out of his own group. He's like, I'm stronger than you. Um, you know, I hit harder than you. And QT Marshall hits the bricks for a while as well. But that's just me going on. Uh, okay. So uh, next up, we get Sting and Darby Allen versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Again, there's no special stipulation that I'm seeing for this match. There's just a straight-up wrestling match. Tag team. Sting's first in-ring live appearance in six years. Um I mean, listen, is this the spot for Sting and Darby Allen to win in front of a live crowd? You know, give that to Sting? I think so. But maybe I'm going to buck the trend here, guys. I actually am going with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky here. I think that uh, they win. They look stronger. They're asserting themselves in the tag team division because that would give them a check in the tag team. I don't think that they lose this and start to get at each other's throats, even though they're talking about going on singles runs. I think they want to kind of play both sides of the fence. So I'm going Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going with it. You know what, Ant? I wrote it down before you made your pick. I feel the same way. I think Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Um, obviously I don't think you're going to have Sting lose. I think Darby is the pinfall, but you can continue the Darby Scorpio Sky feud um, going out of this. Maybe they can put Sting out of commission. Uh, maybe they have accomplished what they set out to do as a tag team or associates. Now they each want to go their own way and maybe further down the road they run into Sting and or Darby Allen again. Uh, so I like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page here. Like I also do, but I'm thinking if we're all wrong, is this Kate's chance to pull ahead in the standings game? Do I take the risk for the math of it? But I also agree with what you said. I think uh, the sting going out of commission and this like flirtation that they seem to also have with the dark order. I don't know. I don't think Adam Page and they win in the same night so i am also gonna go with the heels here wow. all right you did not buck the trend anthony did not i thought about it i <laughs> I, I honestly <laughs> i i think we could all be wrong here but it's kind of again it's kind of fun not knowing which way this is gonna go um because either way they go not necessarily the wrong thing um because no. they have a lot of ways of it. i feel like Darby lost the title. We might be seeing like a downfall of Darby Allen thing here too. I think like he loses his title. Maybe he gets lost. Maybe he does a little heel turn situation. Like I, I kind of like that story for Darby too, where um, 
it's not like, oh, look, an empathetic baby face. Like, I, I think he could afford to get lost a little bit. Well, I think it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they play with Sting uh, in the ring as well. Uh, because, uh, you know, obviously it's going to be the first time he's back in the ring. No doubt they've been working on this, um, but they've got to make sure that he's protected, right? I mean, he's, you know, he can't do everything he used to do. I think it's very, you know, Matt's kind of said it before. We'll get a, maybe a stinger splash. You know, we'll get a scorpion death lock. You know, uh, we'll get, again, no buckle bombs. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that works out. Excited to see how it plays. Um, all right, guys. The next one up, I think this is another kind of toss-up. We get Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT title. Um, you know, Miro just won this. He'll have defended it once by this match on sunday um kate what do you think about this i want your pick first i'm going miro i think we've waited too long to get to this version of miro to have him drop it again uh and i also think this is going to be the match of the night i'm torn on this one uh i i too think it's too soon but i just think that this could be a good spot for lance to take it at the pay-per-view i just don't know why they wouldn't have had you know like darby drop it i mean except for the fact that he's got to be in this tag team match with sting um fuck i'm gonna buck a trend here i'm gonna go lance archer son of a bitch I'm also going to go Lance Archer because I think a returning Kip Sabian interferes and costs Miro the match, and then they can have a little bit of a blood feud. There's also that weird history with Lance Archer and Darby Allen and Sting where he was kind of involved in that, and I think you can see Scorpio Sky play into that too, um, where Scorpio wants his, his TNT title shot against Lance Archer, um, and and it can all circle back to Miro at full gear or revolution uh, once he finishes up with, with Kip uh, as Kip being his th- thorn in his side. Uh, it's not something AEW does often, but I think we're going to get a quick, quick title change here. We kind of saw them do that with Cody and Brody. Um, well, Brody beat him and it wasn't, it was what four weeks before they had that dog collar match and Cody won that title back. I mean, I could be off on my time. I'm going to look that up now. No, I think you're right. Well, but he got sick very soon after Brody did, or like right around that time. I think Lance is going to be looking for uh, Jake, and Jake's not going to be there, and that's going to be the end of that partnership, and Mira will retain. I do think it's possible we see a returning Kip Sabian. But I don't think he'll be successful. Okay, so he beat... The porridge. A lot of spoons in the porridge. <laughs> so he beat uh, Cody... At Saturday Night Dynamite on August 13th, and he lost it to him on October 7th. So, yeah, I mean, this would be a really short turnaround, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I feel like if, um, if Brody didn't get sick, he would have held on to that title. That there, there was no way that that was supposed to be that quick. They had built him up for so long. And I think that if they thought he was gonna get better, you know, and, uh, and be able to return, they would have put the belt right back on him. Like it wouldn't have been a big deal. Um, anyway, uh, next up, 
the highly anticipated inner circle versus the pinnacle and stadium stampede. If the inner circle loses, they must disband. That's the stipulation. Also fightful select uh, is out there reporting that AEW is planning a unique live experience for the stadium stampede match double or nothing. So interesting to see what they'll have planned for that. Uh, But Matt, what do you think about this match? I think that we have seen the last of the inner circle. I think this is what we've been wanting for a while. Not necessarily inner circle to break up, but now if you break up the inner circle, Jericho can go be a rock star and he can still come back with his identities. Chris Jericho, he's one of the the greatest wrestlers to ever live uh, and he can stand on his own. I think he's helped elevate Sammy and Santana and Ortiz. And we've been longing for Santana and Ortiz to go off and do their own thing. And I think if this, this group breaks up, I think they are the outliers here when they have, they have purpose. Now they have a purpose. They're not part of the inner circle. They're not feuding with the pinnacle. Now they can go after tag team gold and establish themselves as one of the best tag teams in AEW. Uh, And you can, you can do the same thing with Sammy, you know, Sammy can go after that TNT title. Uh, I think he's the perfect. And look, I'm not saying he can't ever be world champion, but Sammy Guevara is, you know, he's right in line with Darby and Jungle Boy uh, and and all those guys who are right there. They are the perfect uh, talent to showcase and have on your TV every week. I would not be mad if Sammy Guevara was your TNT champion and having matches every single week to defend the title. So I think the inner circle breaks up. It doesn't mean we'll never see lay sex gods again. Just as a whole, the whole group can can never team again. I don't know what you do with Hager. Um, ah. You could find something to do with them. Hager and Wardlow. I am all for that. I, again, we're a lot on the same page a lot here, but I completely agree with everything Matt said. I think we get some real venom between Sammy and MJF and that is a long, long, long feud to come. I think Santana and Ortiz are your next tag team champions. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Hager and Wardlow, give me that hospital all day. I'll take it. Um, but I, I'm with you. And then Jericho can go be a rock star. But I think the inner circle has done an incredible job of establishing everybody in that group as valuable pieces to uh, AEW and that they now have the freedom to go explore themselves on their own journeys. Yeah, we're all going to agree here. I'm going to take the pinnacle. Um, And I just think that, uh, you know, I I think a lot of people feel like, um, you know, they're going to even up this feud. You know, it's going to basically be like one-to-one and then we're going to get something else, but I don't think that's happening. I think they're going to give us the pinnacle for the win and that's the end of the inner circle. And I like where everybody's head's at with where we go after that. Uh, okay, moving on from this, uh, we get our title matches. Uh, first up, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Hikaru Shida for the Women's Championship. Um, I think this one should be pretty quick, Matt, because we're all on the same page here. Britt Baker for the win uh, because there is no fucking way that they can keep this belt on Sheeta any longer. Get this goddamn belt off her. 
I agree with you 100%. And to double back to what, what you said earlier, I think when Britt Baker is standing tall in the ring as the new AEW Women's Champion, out from the tunnel comes Tessa Blanchard, and boom, we're off and running. So I yeah. will also take Britt Baker. Uh, Kate, I'm assuming you are also taking Dr. You Britt Baker that. here. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is going to be... The Britt Baker show for a while. I'm really excited about that. And I don't think we see Tessa Blanchard. I think we see Thunder Rosa. Listen, they've got a few different ways they could go um, with Britt winning this belt. I mean, there are a lot of people who we can start feuds with. So I think it's it's where the money's at. There's nothing left to get out of Sheeta. Just get this goddamn belt off her. Um, all right. Next up, we have our tag team championship match, the Young Bucks versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, Kate, you are an Eddie Kingston and I think a John Moxley mark. So why don't you lead this one off? Sure. I think the, the Bucks are going to retain. I don't think Mox and Eddie are your guys. I do think maybe we see... Um, the Good Brothers turn on the Jacksons or... Something funky happened there, but I think the Bucks ultimately retain, and I think they hold on until Santana and Ortiz dethrone them. Matt, what do you think? Uh, I like the Bucks. I hate when you put two singles guys into a tag team, and that is the sole purpose I'm picking the Young Bucks to retain. We are in agreement. It's the Young Bucks. Do If there's anywhere that Nick Gage is going to show up, it's going to be during or after this match. Uh, and it is not with Moxley coming out on top. Uh, so uh, I am with the Young Bucks all day here. Uh, all right, folks, main event time. Kenny Omega versus Pac versus Orange Cassidy, maybe? Um, in our triple threat for the AEW championship. Yeah, so I we'll find... When you said the Bucks, you meant to say your brethren and Danglies. I just want well yes yeah my dangling elite brothers we're all dangly we're living that hashtag dangly life um so omega versus pack versus orange cassidy he's definitely going to wrestle there's no question um honestly there's i don't think there's any way kenny omega loses this belt he's got to hold it um i think until at least uh all out uh later in the year um that's just my my feeling i think we've still got to get uh to kenny omega versus hangman adam page and that's where page gets it off him and that's the end of kenny omega's run um i think this will be a good match uh but it's definitely not going to be pack or orange cassidy yeah i agree i think this is going to be used to set up pack and orange cassidy um but i think omega retains do we know does all out come before slam anniversary, Matt? Do you know off the top of your head? No, slam anniversary is in July. All out is in whatever Labor Day is. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be uh, August. Interesting. Or September. I can't remember. Whatever. Um, Matt, who are you taking here? Uh, I am taking Orange Cassidy. No fucking way. Hundred percent. Kenny Omega does not have to be pinned to lose the title in this match. What better way to create buzz and get people to tune in to Friday Night Dynamite after the pay-per-view 
good or bad, people are going to be talking about Orange Cassidy as the world champion. Kenny Omega didn't get pinned, so him and Don Callis can throw a fucking fit and make a stink, and we can get a rematch. Uh, and I think Orange Cassidy, for a week or two, is your AEW world champion uh, by beating Pac and not pinning Kenny Omega. But Kenny Omega falls to the triple threat rules. I'm going out on a limb. I am making a wild pick here, but uh, I just expect, uh, you know, they had the failed barbed wire explosion match at the last pay-per-view to end the show. And I think they need to come out with something huge and uh, blow people's minds. Uh, And I think Orange Cassidy walking out as a champion would do that. I do think you're wrong, but I will say I like your justification and they haven't done a triple threat yet. So if that's the precedent they're going to set, I like that the triple threat is done as a storytelling device. Like that feeds perfectly into the Kenny Omega story. It gets Orange Cassidy over. So while I don't think that's what's going to happen, I do. I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know what I mean? I do. And And look, it, it would be, I'm sure I'm going to lose this, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and try and pick up a win, get a little creative, see what happens here. I like it. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens Sunday at Double or Nothing. The buy-in starts at 7.30. The main card starts at 8 p.m. live on pay-per-view. So be sure to check it out. We will definitely be back here talking about it next Wednesday, even though there's another week of No Dynamite, but we will definitely be covering uh you know the pay-per-view and we'll quickly probably go through some of the dynamite stuff leading into it if it makes sense uh so guys a couple of things a couple other news and notes just to wrap things up here on our special wednesday non-dynamite edition of the mark order podcast what is this episode nine by the way we didn't even say episode nine it is episode nine Jeez, look at that um so, Kate, you uh, brought this up. I don't want to forget about it. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Caesar Bononi's GoFundMe. Uh, I know you know a little bit more about this, so why don't you uh, give us the skinny? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just be fair. Kate said, add Caesar salad GoFundMe to news and notes, please. Okay, let's not act like she's some fucking saint here, okay? I wasn't looking at the chat window, uh, so... I just didn't want to forget Caesar Bononi, but Caesar salad. There you go. Right under the bus. That's fine. I was like, but salad. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up because I, I thought it was a really heartwarming story that uh, his wife is battling leukemia and they started a GoFundMe. And not only did Tony Khan donate $5,000 twice, but Jericho and Cody Rhodes both dropped in, I think 1500 bucks. And the whole thing was just like some fans, of course, but just like wrestlers and um, both shoot names and uh, John Silver's was Meat Man. Like there's a lot on there, um, both within AEW, Roderick Strong, Indy Hartwell from NXT. Um, and they like surpassed the GoFundMe goal, but it was just really, I always love it when you see like the wrestling community coming together for something really nice because IWC is full of a bunch of assholes who call people cunts for not sending them feet pictures. So um, that was just really great to see. And it's just more, more AEW feel good stuff, but 
um, of course, uh, you know, best wishes to his wife. And I'm glad that they were able to at least dilute the expenses of, of such a difficult situation. Um, so I, I loved seeing that, uh, hope she gets better, but glad she's surrounded by good people. And again, like Cesar Bononi's not even signed to AEW, right? So it just goes to show that they seem to be fostering a really nice community around there. Yes, we uh, we hope for the best for Mrs. Salad, and um, <laughs> uh, you know the GoFundMe is out there if anybody uh, would like to uh, to help out. Uh, so go ahead and seek it out if you uh, are in a giving mood. Uh, it's a good cause. A um, couple other things from the past week. Uh, um, Pro Wrestling Insider uh, has put out there that uh, the quote word making rounds according to the uh i'm sorry in regards to the deal uh with warner media that aew hit uh aew is receiving in the area of an eight figure payday so i guess when they tell you we'll give you eight figures you say i'll go to whatever channel you want me to <laughs> um but i think uh, i think at the end of the day too uh this is gonna the move is just gonna work out better i mean clearly look at the fucking havoc that the nba schedule is wreaking on uh aew right now and it's only gonna get worse when you add hockey to the mix so um so that's just a little aside because we were talking about that deal a couple weeks ago uh the other thing that broke was that um it looks like fightful is reporting that uh aew is going to hold full gear in St. Louis on Saturday, November 6th. And that the plan is to run rampage in St. Louis the night before as well. So Mark order podcast, we go into St. Louis in November. Meet me in St. Louis. Let's do it. <laughs> I am all in. Was that a pun? Well, no. no, they don't run all in. They run all out. The first one was all in. Don't be rude. I'm all in. I would love nothing more than to go to St. Louis for a wrestling show. Let's get through ROH with you guys first, okay? It's too Getting... bad there's no baseball going on in November. We could have hit a baseball game up and then go go to Rampage. <laughs> November Petties. I did find out way back in the day when I went to St. Louis that it is the murder capital. One of top five murder capitals of the world and when we walked around all at like 11 o'clock at night and then got back to the bar the hotel and the girl's like how long y'all been in town for we're like i don't know we've been walking around for the last like three hours and she turned fucking white as a ghost <laughs> what do you mean walking around and i was like i don't know we just walked around she's like y'all know this is like the number two murder capital in <laughs> the world and we were like nope when we walk down to the Bush Stadium, it's beautiful down there. <laughs> sure, in the daytime. <laughs> I mean, we were walking around at like 11 o'clock at night, but I'm all in. I would love to go back, so sign me up. Well, we'll look forward to them breaking the news. Maybe we'll plan a trip out to St. Louis. <sighs> we'll see what happens. Uh In wholesome news of the week, uh, I don't know if anybody saw it, but... Um, Cody Rhodes uh, introduced uh, Brody Lee Jr. to his very own um, uh, intro track, you know, his own music track uh, for the very first time. Looked like he loved it. Uh, and, you know, 
he, they are clearly all behind him kind of carrying on Brody's legacy. So uh, those that is out on social. You can actually um, go stream or download the new um, theme for negative one uh, out there on uh, AEW music. I think on their YouTube channel, you can listen to it and stuff like that. But the video out there of him hearing it for the first time is actually pretty awesome. Uh, so you can check that out. Cody Rhodes had it on his, uh, on his social channels. Nice. Yeah. Pretty fun. I think actually the song title is called carrying the legacy, which is actually pretty awesome. That's cool. Uh, so some other, uh, and this is, I think the last piece we have, cause we already talked about the schedule change of double or nothing, uh, dynamite after double or nothing. Uh, so guys, it's reported that, uh, dog Callis is no longer with impact wrestling. Um, he was hired by impact as an EVP in December, 2017. And, uh, now he has kind of played the role of uh you know in this crossover angle between aew and impact to screw over uh kenny omega um but pw insider is giving a little more details on his kind of role that is changing with impact wrestling and they said that multiple sources have confirmed that don Callis is no longer in an executive in any capacity uh for anthem media or anthem wrestling but he is still a performer for the company uh, so he had been decreasing his responsibilities outside of impact wrestling creative for some time dating, you know, to earlier this year. Um, and he officially left creative last month. Um, impact wrestling has basically streamlined their creative team uh, with his exit and there are no current plans to replace him. Uh, so the creative team kind of remains at its core. Scott Demore, Tommy dreamer, Jimmy Jacobs and RD Evans. So, you know, he's still a performer. He's not going to be involved with creative. Uh, you know, I think that basically it looks like if you're kind of reading the tea leaves, everybody thinks that Don Callis is eventually just going to become a full-time AEW guy. Um, what do you think of this, Matt? You think this is good for him? I mean, he's not a young guy, right? I mean, he's an older guy. He doesn't need to be doing all that creative stuff. And I think a lot of the creative stuff he's doing, uh, for Kenny, he's kind of probably able to call the shots on in AEW since they really don't have a creative team. Yeah, and he he probably brokered the deal between Kenny and Impact, and and you know it's eventually going to run its course, and Kenny's not going to be the Impact World Champion, and and he will continue to be the Invisible Hand on AEW. Uh, so I don't think it's a terrible thing. I think impact is in a good place. I think they do good TV. Um, I, I unfortunately don't get the watches it as much as I would like, but I don't think this is a major blow to them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good, good all around in my opinion. It will be interesting to see if, uh, impact is able to kind of hold their line with what they've been doing creatively. Cause they, they're, they've been creatively pretty solid, um, you know, with everything that they've kind of been doing, I, you know, if he's been decreasing his time and they've still been able to kind of do everything that they've been doing and it's been pretty interesting, you know um, maybe this is an okay move for them. Uh, you know, Kate, what do you, what do you think about all this? I think it's great. I think not to, put him on the same level as but as far as a similar role he could do some like Paul Heyman type stuff where he is a great on-screen personality but has a ton of knowledge about the business and could definitely help out behind the scenes as well but this Kenny thing could run his course and he could 
they love stables there. He could lead a whole other stable. Um, who knows what's going to come of the elite 2.0 in general. Like there's so many places that could go. So I think that's a great move. Buster disagrees. Um, but, uh, you know, impact just needs new announcers and a cameraman and they're good to go. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't think creative is the issue over there. So, yeah, I, you know, and, and Matt, I, I just don't honestly know, I guess, too much about like Don Callis and some of his other relationships. Do, do you know, is there, well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I could be just speaking out of my ass here. Is he have a relationship with that's close with New Japan that maybe could uh, could benefit AEW from having somebody who's worked so closely with them? I think the relationship that benefits AEW and New Japan is Rocky Romero. He's your he's the he's the U.S. guy. He's the U.S. New Japan guy. So, yeah, uh, yep. uh, you know, Don did some work with like Axis, I think. And I know he did a bunch of their English commentary. But I think at the end of the day, um, it doesn't hurt that he's familiar with the product and people know him. But at the end of the day, I think Rocky's the guy and that is not a bad thing. So I think it's a home run uh, all around. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think uh, we've. Listen, we've seen plenty of Don Callis on AEW television, and I think the role he's in is pretty great. Uh, he plays that role perfectly. Um, so if he gets to spend more time with AEW, I think that's 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 more gooder. Um, but honestly, folks, that is it. That's all I had on the card tonight. Um, I don't know, Kate, Matt, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? No, I thought that was a great, tight one-hour show. Uh, we're definitely coming in a little over two hours, about two hours and 10 minutes, which is about an hour less than we usually do. So I think that's a home run. I think it's a felt two hours. We did spend the first 20 minutes talking about pedicures and pedicures. So it was important. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, you know, you take 20 minutes out and we're under two hours. There you go. That's what you say people want to hear, Matt. So that's what we give them. You've got to give the people what they want. Do you? Well, I know know one thing that we're looking forward to the pay-per-view this weekend on Sunday, Double or Nothing, a Friday Night Dynamite leading into that. And we will be back next week to talk about Double or Nothing. So uh, check us out on social. Uh, we'll figure out some sort of poll to put up uh, at Mark Order Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.com slash Mark Order uh, Pod. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for tuning in to episode nine of the Mark Order Podcast. Also, Frankie Kazaria might be the surprise entrant. Join the Mark Order.